The kingdom of heaven is likened into a child. And in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. One of the things that many struggle with is vulnerability. Yeah, being vulnerable. Many struggle with being vulnerable because life can sometimes teach us that vulnerability is bad and people can teach us that vulnerability is bad, right? Because there are many, 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 many that see vulnerability as a weakness. And there are many, 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 many that would love to capitalize on a person's vulnerability or weakness. Capitalize as in uh, take for granted, mistreat, walk on, step on, you know, you name it. How can I use this person's vulnerability to benefit myself, right? And because of this, we can sometimes uh, be afraid of being vulnerable because being vulnerable can cause vultures to come out of the woodworks, right? To feast on that vulnerability. This is one of the reasons why the Lord says, I am your shepherd, right? He is our shepherd. And because he's our shepherd, he leads us, the Holy Ghost leads us and guides us in all truth and righteousness. And though he knows that the kingdom of God has to be addressed like a child. What is a child? A child is vulnerable. And when we address the kingdom of God, this is the attitude that we have to have. I'm vulnerable. But the Lord also gives us what it takes to be able to discern who to be vulnerable with? Where can I be vulnerable? And where does that shield of protection need to take place? You understand? Because you can take the same vulnerability when it comes to the word. And you can apply that same vulnerability to the world. And they will try to eat you alive. Because being vulnerable towards the kingdom of heaven is different than being vulnerable toward the world. The world is going to look at your weakness or your vulnerability and see it as something that they can capitalize on. I can gain on this person's weakness. It's not the case. It's not the case. Amen. Because when we put our lives in the hands of the Lord, the Lord protects us. Yeah, and and while sometimes he may lead us into a place, into a space 
where I'm going to let your vulnerability be tested. I'm going to let your, I'm going to, this is a place where I'm going to work on your vulnerability. So I'm going to allow that vulnerability to be exposed to this or to this or to them, to her, to him. And this is to show you, okay, that once we move on from this trial, once we move on from this tribulation, now you know that I'm the one that can be trusted with this. I'm the one that makes your weakness a strength. It's me. It's not the world. It's not in this or doing that or yoga. It's not in all that. It's me. Amen. It's me that causes you to excel. It's me that causes you, amen, to go forward. It's me that gives you the strength to do so. So, saints, I would love to encourage you today to not look at your vulnerability as a weakness. Because it's not. It's not. And a lot of times, daughters of Zion can understand this and receive this a little bit more than the men. Because most of the time, men, they really, 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 really hide, try to hide the vulnerability. No, I can't be vulnerable. No, right? Can't be vulnerable. But see, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a child. And with that being said, that vulnerability is needed. That vulnerability is a walk by faith because it causes us, it thrusts us into the place of believing that the Lord is going to cover us from those that desire to devour us. Right? But if I don't ever allow that vulnerability to take place on the inside, to know that I'm nothing, Lord, you're everything. If I don't ever let that vulnerability take place, then it's going to be a stigma in my mind. Although I say I walk by faith, I say I love the Lord. It's still a stigma in my mind that I'm, I'm controlling this, right? I'm controlling this and, 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 you know, you're not going to do me. You're not going to, and, and it's letting go of the reins, letting go of the reins. And when the reins are let go of, the Lord does wonderful things. And I know that that part of letting go of the reins, that's scary. That can be scary. Especially when you've had it for so long. Daughters of Zion as well. Letting go of the reins, especially when you had it for so long. But when the Lord says, let go, I got you. It's such a desire to release the reins. Why? Because it's it's hard to keep it. It's hard to keep the it's hard to keep that control. To control everything. Control this and control that. Control this, control that. And and unless there's a spirit of control, I love to control. That's something totally different. That's 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 a, a deliverance that needs to take place. 
that's a healing that needs to take place. But as far as those that I'm holding it, but I wanna I wanna release this to the Lord. I wanna let it go. You can. We can. <laughs> yes. The Lord has been dealing with me, saints, with this word, Pentecost. Have you ever heard the word Pentecost? Well, the Lord has been dealing me, dealing with me with the word Pentecost. Amen. And what is Pentecost? Pentecost is the Jewish festival of Shavath. All right. It's the Jewish festival of Shavath. I know we crunched some numbers yesterday. And those numbers were kind of scary, you know. Just to see 137,000. And then to see 7,000. Those numbers are... Those numbers, you know. It's an eye-opener. To show us that the Lord is just really not playing... Pentecost. What is Pentecost? It's a Jewish festival of Shabbat. Alright, and I took the liberty to write down a couple of notes on it. Now, when I wrote down the word Pentecost, the Lord showed me something and I just thought that it was just beautiful. Amen. Pentecost. When you break down that word Pentecost, you get pen. T and then cost. Now T in the Greek, okay, in the Greek means a primary particle enclitic of connection or addition. Now I can't make this stuff up. Amen. I can't make this stuff up. It, it Now we was. Doing the math on yesterday. And then on today. The Lord gives us. The word Pentecost. And. The breakdown of the word Pentecost. And that T in the middle. Which a lot of times. Um. I noticed that many that have been going and going and going for a long time, say in Christ for a long time, sometimes breaking down words is not a favorable thing of theirs, perhaps, because when you break things down, you can understand what they really mean. Amen. And sometimes it seems easier just to go with the flow, but no. We're going to break this thing down and find out what does this mean. Amen. Find out what does what does this mean. Right. There's a time we we went with the flow and went. But now is the time where we got to go ahead on it and, and see is this right. Is it right what I've been. Is it right what I've been saying. Is it right what I've been doing. Is it right. And those of us that want to be right. We we want to. It's like checking the math. I want to check the math and make sure. 
So I got this answer, but now I need to take this, subtract it from this, and then divide it by this because I want to make sure before I get on the other side that I'm doing this thing right. I want to make sure before I turn in my test paper that I got the answer right. Does it take extra work? It does. I don't, you know, sometimes you don't feel like taking that problem, breaking it down, especially after I don't answer it. Now I got to take that, the answer, break it down, and then see did I get it right. You know, why not just take the test and turn it in? Well, for some, but for others that want to really make sure, study to show yourself approved. For others that want to really make sure, um, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For others that want to really make sure that we get it right on this side, we'll take that extra time to break it down and understand. Yes, I'm doing it right. Or, okay, so I need to critique. That's just for some. Pentecost. So we break this word down here, the Lord. All glory be to God for blessing our poppy. T in the Greek means a primary particle of con or co of connection or addition. So T is an addition. It's a connection. A connection and addition. And yesterday, we begin to crunch numbers, mathematics, addition, subtraction. So it all, the Lord always connects his words. And I just, I love it. I really do. I really do. Pentecost. So that T is a connection. It's an addition. It also means both or also both or also bringing those two words together. So when you take the T out of Pentecost, you get pen and you get cost. You get pen and you get cost. So we can go to, we are going to walk on water. Hallelujah. And we're going to go to Luke chapter 15. Excuse me. Luke chapter 14. Let's go to Luke 14. Because the Lord is really, he's not, he's like, can you see him moving us in a direction that he's not going to slow down? He's not going to slow down for those that, that are hesitant about coming. Those that, well, I don't know. He's not. It's like because there's too many that want it. Amen. There's too many that want to grow. There's too many that want to know. There's too many that want to this addition. There's too many that want the both and the also. It's too many. Right. And so with that being said, I believe you being here are one of those that want the growth and want the know. I definitely do. Amen. I definitely do. Luke chapter 14 and verses uh, 28. Excuse me. Says, For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? Right? Least haply, after he hath laid the foundation, and is not able to finish it. All that behold it begin to mock him. 
That's Luke 14, 28 through 29. Right? So, there was a time, thank you, Lord. The Holy Ghost just brought something back to my memories. There was a time where um, my dad was building on a church for a pastor. And my dad has sacrificed sacrificed a lot of his own personal and a lot from our family to donate his services of building this church. Now, he told the pastor, they sat down, he told the pastor what he, what he did. The pastor knew my dad's work and things like that. My dad, very professional man in, in his um, field. And... Yeah, so the pastor was like, hey, let's do this. And my dad was like, okay. My dad walked off his job, sacrificed, like I said, many things that I w- what we could have had to do this, this work for the Lord. Amen. And so while the church, the pastor was pr- providing the money, the finances, okay, to get this beautiful work done, the addition, beautiful addition to the church. Everything was going great, and the brothers were coming out, and they were helping, and everybody was working together. Well, when the church stopped, uh, or when the pastor stopped providing the finances to finish the work, then there you had it, building fun and this and that and this and that and this and that. And where the, the work had begun to come up, you can pass by on the road and see, oh, there's a great addition to the church. And when they get done with it, it's going to be huge and this and that and this and that. There's foundation now, right, in the back. There's concrete. There's slabs. There's uh, places where you're going to stick the pipe for plumbing. Um, there, there are walls now, wood. There are woods wood planks and walls and then there's a second level now okay and then there's a foundation for the second level now upstairs and then there's wooding and there's planks and there's wires and there's places for plumbing and there's the bathroom will be here and there's a couple rooms will be here and all of these things but there were no walls right in some places there were no walls it was just the the okay i see that you're building but then as time passed and their, the finances stopped being poured to get what material? To continue to get material to continue building. Now the material has stopped because now maybe finances is going somewhere else. Now the work is not being finished. So now the rain is coming and the, and the waters is coming and the wind is coming and a couple of tornadoes come through and things are coming through and you have a work that's not finished. Why? Because you have to count up the cost to make sure this can be finished because if not, you're going to have a problem. What's the problem? Well, the problem is you running. There's electrical work going on, and this man is an electrical person, and he comes in. He's running electrical. He's a plumber. He's running plumbing. This man comes in, and that man come in, and this one, that one. Everybody's coming in to do this and this and this. But if you don't have the walls there, if you don't have a proper the proper covering, then the weather is going to is going to conflict with what's going on. Count up the cost. So now 
the, the there's a storm that comes through lightning strikes and after the lightning strikes this cord on an unfinished work now this work had been unfinished for time and time and time and time months a year I mean time was going by and still where the finances to finish is and I love the pastor so much amen and this example is no slight to him but it is an example and there is the work that's 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 not finished so when the storm came in it hit a cord uh-huh and after it hit a cord the Lord knows all things. The Lord does everything for a reason. And we can't believe that all things the that the Lord has the Lord is He knows everything and He's ordered my steps since the beginning and He's this and He's that. But when it comes to a church burning down because the cost wasn't counted up. We can't say, oh, this was such and such fault, or oh, this was, oh, really? Okay, so some stuff, some stuff was ordained to happen, but not other stuff. Some stuff, this was ordained, and it was ordained, but you, you, y'all too, you know, or you, you, no, no, that wasn't ordained. Y'all just on the, okay, okay, some stuff. Okay, it's some stuff, not every, not. Uh, not not all things work together for the good, but some stuff some some stuff work together for the good. That's not that's not what the word says. And so, counting up the cost when the Lord says count up the cost, He mean that. And that was a that was a natural, and this happened years and years ago. But that's a natural example. To what we have to do in the spirit realm. Because in the spirit. You can see. I can see. I can see. In the spirit. I can see many. Many buildings. That look just like that one. In the spirit. Many. Organizations. Look just like that building. In the spirit. Because. I like. I put the foundation, but we're going to sit right here. We're going to sit right here. And the Lord says, no, you're not. You're not going to sit right here. It's a movement. It's a movement. So Pentecost, Pentecost, Pentecost. So, when you look at the word T, it's a connection. It's an addition. Amen. And and to go back to that story, okay, that was um, years past, years past, years past. I heard it in the wind. Now, I was a child, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten. I was a child during those times, but we were a part of them building the church because our, our the mothers would get together and fix food for the brothers and bring it out on the weekends for lunch when they would work on the weekend. Bring it out for lunch, amen, and bring the food out for lunch, and the kids would run around and play. Well, I noticed as a kid, I noticed that there were 
that, that we stop coming together to play. Yeah. We well well mama, are we going to the to the church today? No, nah, we're not going today. We not. The brother's not working. No, nah, they're not working. Weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and months. We ask, are we going to the church? Uh-uh. We're going to church? Uh-uh. We're going to church? Uh-uh. Why? They're not working. Count up the cost. So I heard through the grapevine that that was word going around talking about he did that them he yeah I, I told him I wanted him to build a church but he didn't know what he was doing and that's why I burnt down. That devil is a lie. When I heard this, as an adult, I heard this. And I thought to myself, you have got to be ever loving kidding me. Do you see how things that are done in the dark, things that are said in the dark, the Lord brings it out. And he brings light to lies. Lies that happened years ago. Lie, uh, nobody's thinking about that. God, if you're not, it's not. And if God, your father, thinks about you that way, God, really? Like life has gone on. Like life has gone on. And Lord, with everything that's going on, wars and rumors of wars, and, and, and all these kids, they act like they just messed up. And grown-ups, the, the men, men act like they hate women so bad. You could just see demons on their face. Women act like they hate men so bad. You just see demons on their face. Just everything, every, just demons manifesting everywhere. People killing it. And Lord, you concerned about Something so small. This is who your God is, saints. Do you think that he forgot things that happened to you? You forgave. And that's good. But God didn't forget. God did not forget. He did not forget. The tears you cried. God ain't forgot it. You forgave. That's good. Because this is a movement. And you got to forgive in order to move. You got to forgive in order to grow. You have to forgive. But the Lord says. I haven't forgot it. And vengeance is mine. I will repay said the Lord. You keep going. You keep moving. You keep working. That's for somebody. That's for somebody. God have not forgot. Your labor of love. God have not forgotten. Sacrifice. One of the things that has been on my heart to share with you is this and this has been on my heart for 
maybe six, seven months, and the Lord is letting me share it now. But one of the things that I desire to share with you is this. If you've ever been hurt, right, or if you've ever been mistreated, you thought you'd been misused, you thought you were abused, and this, and that, and this, and that, and this, and that. One of the things that you don't want to do, especially when it comes to church, amen, especially when it comes to leadership. Now, there are good leaders out there, but there are so many terrible ones that it kind of sort of, when we talk about leadership, most oftentimes we're speaking to the saints about, just like Paul, telling them about bad leadership, telling them about Look, if they don't preach what we preach, don't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this is how it is. That's just how it's been. And so, I want to share with you, especially if you feel like, if you left an organization, you left someplace that you felt like they did you so dirty. One of the worst things you can do, especially if you were in an apostolic movement, um... Um, holiness, uh, these type of things. You know, a Baptist is more so, they kind of, you know, they expand their beliefs as far as, you know, it's fine to smoke, join every now and then, or it's fine to, I think, um, you know, it's, not, it's fine to, you know, get drunk as long as you at the house and, you know, stuff like that. But when you just, when you bring it on in for real, you bring it, bring it in. A lot of times, people leave organizations because they feel hurt. They feel like, wow, I did this and I did that. And a lot of times, it's because we shift focus. God is God and pastor is pastor. But sometimes we get it misconstrued that pastor is God. And that's when we, that's when we get in trouble. Amen. We're never supposed to do that. And we can get the pastor in trouble. We can get ourselves in trouble. Right? So we're never supposed to do that. But sometimes it gets done like that. Amen. And when it gets done like that, you get hurt. And once that hurt comes, then it's like, I can't be here. I just can't face it. I can't be here anymore. And you leave. One of the worst things that you can do when you make up your mind that it's time to move on. One of the worst things you can do is go back into the world. You know what I'm saying? One of the worst things you can do is undo everything God has done for you. And this is to disassociate yourself. But are you disassociating yourself from people? Or are you disassociating yourself from God? Because God's laws and statutes, they don't ever change. It's still the same. So if the Lord says, be ye holy for I am holy, why would I go and be unholy because I'm disassociating myself from that organization? So I'm just going to go and I'm going to be unholy and I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to... No. No. No, we don't do that. We don't do that, right? We don't do that. Because no matter who hurt you, Uncle Tom, Aunt Sally, no matter who hurt you, and you move clean, you move three states over because Uncle Tom cuss you out, right? Well, because that happened, that don't mean we take off everything we learned. That don't mean we take off the things the Lord has taught us, the things the Lord has showed us and dealt with us on. That don't mean we go way back because that proves the enemy right. 
Look, look, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. I knew he wasn't saved. No way. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. I knew she wasn't saved. No way. It proves the enemy right. Don't do that. Well, I'm just finna go out here and I'm gonna be naked and I'm gonna and I'm gonna. Don't don't do what did what what did God do to you? What did God do to me? He was the one that said, "I'll never leave you or forsake you." Why well, take it out on him? Amen. Pentecost. Pentecost is um, connection, addition. Hold on a minute, saints. John. John. Hang on just a second. I be telling my babies when they wake up this early, I tell them, if you ain't praying, you take your little tail back to bed. I'm serious. If if you're not praying or you're not talking to the Lord, get your little self back in the bed. Because I know you're not trying to get up early and play no games. <laughs> Hang on just a second. about that saints okay so Pentecost that's where we are okay so when we break down the word Pentecost alright there's a T there and it's, that's the connection or addition so just like the, the, the example that I gave you count up the cost count up the cost and a lot of times when we talk about the kingdom of God, there is well, we don't we don't want to count up the cost sometimes, and yeah, because now the Lord is like, I'm searching the land, and I'm seeing this and seeing that, and it's not just organizations, but it's us individually. Each one of us is in charge of our own garden. I gave you dominion and power over it. So we've been building things and we have a foundation or what we call a foundation. And now the Lord is like, okay, now I'm ready for the, for this thing to be a, a, for, a fulfilling. Okay. I'm ready for the fullness to take place and I'm ready to pour in new wine, but I'm not going to pour in wine and it's going to spill out all over the place because the, you, you got openings here and openings there. And the Lord is like, I'm, I'm requiring a finishing of these things. I'm requiring a finishing. I'm the author and the finisher of your faith. I'm requiring a finishing now and because the Lord is requiring a finishing now now all of us are sitting in the circle and I'm pulling out my I'm pulling out my change and you pulling out your change and she pulling out her change everybody pulling out their change out of their pocket to see 
and to yeah the lord is requiring this at your hand right now and he's requiring this at my hand right now and lord's willing we done counted up the cost before we started billing because the lord is like this got to be on the structure that's got to be on the structure that's got to be on it this this and this and this and a lot of times we get it we you know we're like wait a minute i you know i when i when i started i, I just or when this was given to me, you know, it was it was like this. The Lord said, I'm requiring a finishing now. Because where we're moving into is going to be finished. Noah had to finish that ark. Can you understand why? Because when the rains came, baby, it would have drowned all them. It would have drowned them. It would have killed them. If Noah didn't finish the work. He had to finish it. And we got to finish this thing. Because when the rains come. The Lord said it rains on the just as well as the unjust. And oh we shout and we shout and we love that part. But what about when it comes to raining on the just and the unjust because we ain't took time to finish it we ain't took time to count up the cost you just well, i'm still finna rain on you because you didn't count up the cost you got unfinished building unfinished product and now now that it's raining it ain't gonna skip you i'm gonna rain on you too just like i rain on the unjust i'm gonna rain on you too because i've sent instructions for you to finish this i'm gonna rain on your parade Well, we we we've been good like this for 20 years. We've been good like this for 30 years. I'm going to rain on your parade. Pressing toward the mark of a high calling. What does that mean? To press means to keep going, to keep to keep working, to keep to go to finish. Oh, we just good right here. We good right here. We good right here looking just like the world. We good acting like the world. We're good. We're not. The Lord requires that finishing. We have to finish it. It's about to rain. It's about to rain. So Luke 14, 28 through 30, it tells us to count, count up the cost. For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? Least happily, after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him. Not able to finish it? You're not able to finish it? Are you able to finish it? The foundation is there. That's good. But are you able to finish it? 
Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Nahum, Habakkuk, and Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Habakkuk. Chapter 2, verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not Terry, what's the vision? Well, I just gave you the vision, saints. What is the vision? Finish it. The vision is the same vision that the Lord has given us since the beginning. He's the author and the finisher of faith. What is his vision? Finish it. You think he wants us to write out our own vision? He already wrote the vision out. Write the vision, make it plain. What is the vision? The foundation my apostles laid. Yeah, centuries. I mean, since the be the foundation. That's the vision. And then the building, the, the steps that Jesus walked to show us how to finish the thing. So it's all laid out. So I want to know what vision you finna write. I am gonna have a five star company. By the year of 2035. That's your vision? I am going to be this, this, and this by the year of... Okay, that's your vision. Okay, so... Present your bodies a living sacrifice. What's a sacrifice? Sacrifice what you want. Sacrifice your dreams, your goals, your aspirations because I have a plan for your life. Do you care what it is? My thoughts toward you are good. They're not evil. So do you care what my plan for you is? Hmm. Write the vision. Make it plain up on tables. That he may run that readeth it. That who may run that read it? Anybody that read it? Or just the people that like me? Who, who? When I write the vision and when I make it plain, who's gonna, who gonna, who, who's reading it? And who's going to run? Honestly, everybody that read it, they're going to run. They're either going to run left or they're going to run right. Everybody, this is how it should be. Everybody that come across your table should read the vision that's on it. And that vision that's on it should make them either run left or run right. If they run left, it's because they're running away from it. It don't matter instead of truth. If they run right, they're running right into the arms of the Lord. Why? Because your vision is his vision. That's all he's looking for. Somebody's going to come into agreement with what I want. And what I want is for you to finish it. 
That's why I put you here on the earth. I put you here to, to, to walk this script out. Now, yes, it's true that it was finished since the beginning. But the Lord still wants this thing walked out. Walking by faith and not by sight. Who will do it? Who will come in agreement with me? Who will count up the cost? Pen to cost. Count up the cost. Pen, rewrite the vision. Cost. How much is it going to cost me to do this? How much will it cost me to walk after the Lord and his statues? It might cost you your friends, but are you willing to pay it? Are you willing to pay it if it costs you your family? Are you willing to pay it if it costs you uh, uh, your, your finances for a time? Because I want to see, do you love me or do you love money? Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to walk this walk by faith? Because everything you lose, I'm going to give it back. But you're going to have a right mindset when I give it back to you. You're going to know how to, you're going to know how to have it. You're going to know how to obtain you know what I'm saying? You're going to be healthy when you do it. Right? But right now, we all sit down. And we like the we like them 10 virgins in the room. And everybody's pulling pulling pull, pulling it out of our pocket. But the but the beautiful thing about it is, we're not pulling out money. Nah, money can't help you. This it can't help you right now. The money can't help you right now. We're pulling out uh virtues we're, we're pulling out um go, our goals we're pulling out our standards we're pulling out these are the things that we're pulling out of our pockets or out of our knapsacks out of our book bags all of us sitting in a circle all of us and we're pulling things out of our backpack to see do i have enough do i have what it takes to make this journey some of us are pulling out shh, endurance and some of us that are really, really taking the walk serious, we're pulling out patience. And the person next to you, they bump you. You know how people, they tell you in church, bump your neighbor. Well, the person next to you bump you. We're all in a circle. And they see you pulling your stuff out and you see them pulling their stuff out. And they see you pulled out patience. And they bump you. And you're like, huh? Because all of us, well, not all of us, but some of us, we excited about it because we know God is doing a move. And wow, he's called, he's called all of us together. And now we're in this meeting and, and we're pulling out. We're making sure that we got enough stuff to take the journey, the rest of the journey. And we're pulling out stuff. And this is great. It's like going on a trip and you pull out patience and somebody bump you. Hey, bump your neighbor. Um, can I get that patience? That you got. And you're like. Well no. I can tell you how to get it. But you can't have mine. Like if I give you mine. Then. I And I, I know. I might not be the smartest in the earth. But I'm not the dumbest. And I know that. On since. From then to now. I've, I've acquired and I've gained patience and I've learned patience. So I know the rest of the journey, I'm going to need this. Everything in my bag, I'm going to need this stuff. So I can't just give my patience to you, but I can tell you how to get it. 
And for some, some wait right to the end and think, I'm going to con you out of your patience. No, you're not. But others that are wiser, they're like, okay, tell me how to get it. Because there's still a little window. Okay, tell me how to get it. Okay, this is how you get it. They hadn't called. The bridegroom is coming. They hadn't called that yet. So, there's still a window. Okay, tell me how did you get the patience? Well, okay, so... I knew that the Lord was about to take me through a trial. Instead of dodging the trial, instead of, you know, not going through it, I went on and, you know, I just used my walk by faith to just walk through it because I know that, you know, that even though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, that I don't have to fear no evil because he was going to be with me. So I just walked through the trial with him. You know, and he he led me through it. And did I feel some stuff? Yeah, I felt some stuff. Was I hurt? Yeah, I was hurt. And, you know, did I have emotions? I definitely had emotions. I'm human. We're human, right? But to make a long story short, the Lord helped me through it and I passed. And he gave me he gave me more patience. And over time, as I kept trusting him and kept believing and kept walking by faith is not by what I see, but it's by what I know over time. I just accumulated this wealth. Well, what about the knowledge? Can I get the knowledge? I can show you how to get it. Okay. Well, show me how to get it. And then there are some, they're taking notes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Cause I, cause I'm going to take advantage of this window. You know, before we used to take the test at school and and, 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 and the teacher say, all right, y'all, I'm going to give y'all about 20 minutes to study a little bit. And then we're going to take this test. Do you know there were some that pull their books out real fast and, you know, they just flip, 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 and they pull their notes out. And, and then there were some, they pull out a piece of paper and a pencil and they start drawing. You know why? Because they like this. We're finna take a test in 20 minutes. If I don't know it, I ain't gonna know it. <laughs> if I don't know it, I'm not gonna know it. But some take advantage of that little window of opportunity where I learned this definition. And this this was the hardest definition to learn. And if I can just take a couple of minutes to go back over these couple of definitions, then when I get on the test. I won't have a hang-up where I miss five when I can maybe only miss one or maybe make a perfect score. So what are we doing with our window of opportunity? Because we already know that the arc is going up. And the arc is, is, is being finished now. We already know that all God got to do is make the call and the door is closed. So what do we do with our window of opportunity? Pentecost. What is the Pentecost? What does Pentecost even mean before we go? Pentecost is adopted, okay, as a Christian holiday, which takes place on the 50th day after Easter Sunday. It commemorates the descent of the Holy Ghost upon the Virgin Mary, the apostles of Jesus Christ and the apostles of Jesus Christ 
while they were in Jerusalem celebrating the Feast of Weeks as described in the Acts of the Apostles. Amen. What is Pentecost? The name comes from the Greek word Pentecost, which means 50th. The holiday is celebrated on the seventh Sunday after Easter, hence the name, since its date depends on the date of Easter. Pentecost is a movable feast. That is, the date is not fixed. So it's like if Easter is on this day, then this then this year Pentecost is on that day. It's 50 days from then, right? 50 days from then. So that's why I say it's not a fixed holiday. But listen, the Pentecost, it, help, it celebrates the crucifixion. The crucifixion has the word fixed in it as well. As the, the holiday, the Pentecost holiday might not be fixed on a certain day, but the crucifixion is. Amen. The crucifixion in history is a fixed thing that happened the lamb was sacrificed for those of us that would take charge and say lord please forgive me and use that lamb as a repentance of sin amen that's fixed for us it will never change jesus will always be that lamb that was slain it's fixed amen and when i look at crucifixion and how jesus fixed it that way God our Father glory be to him Jesus fixed it that way right and so when I look at it and I sit back as a female and I look at Jesus how he how and I look at father how they together they fixed it, it's fixed and I say you know what Lord that's a real man when I look at Jesus and say that's a real man because a real man like to fix stuff a real man like to fix stuff. You got men around here. They try to tear women down and tear, they tear, they tear stuff down. and They tear the woman down so bad. Then get mad when she don't want to stay with them. You know what I'm saying? Just tear stuff down and tear it down. Tear it down and tear it down. Just like, they, where, where are the real men that fix it? Because they out there, baby. Don't think they ain't out there. They out there. And they like to fix stuff. Yeah, they like to fix it. Mm -hmm. Tell you what. And it, it commemorates the descent of the Holy Ghost on the apostles and the others that were following him. Amen. The crucifixion. All right. Pentecost. Pen to paper. Pen to paper. Have we counted up the cost? Amen. Because the Lord is saying, hey, over in the book of Revelation, he began to talk to the different churches. And he'd be like, hey, you know, I see your works and, you know, how, you know, I see your heart. But yet I have this out against you. Finish that thing. Amen. Finish that thing. Hallelujah. Finish it. Drop. Uh, 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 put the nails in it. Keep putting the nails in it. Finish that thing. Finish it. Count up the cost. Amen. Count up the cost. And so people see that vision on your table and they're going to run. A lot of people going to run to the feet of Jesus. You know why? Because yes, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been hoping for hope. I've been hoping for hope. Like I've lost hope long time ago, but now I have hope again. I have something to live for. Therefore, I have something to die for. 
I have something to fight for. I have some, you know what I'm saying? And then others will run away from it. You know why? Because I'm not willing to count up the cost. I see you pulling out patience. I see you pulling out endurance. I see you pulling out this. And the only thing I can pull out is a couple dollars. Go get me a hamburger. Go get me a, a, a yacht. Or go get me. But I see you pulling out the wealthy stuff. And I'm not interested in how you got that. But you don't understand. It's finna rain. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Saints, we love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.